Hello and welcome to the Comedians Playing Fantasy Premier League podcast with me, John Richardson. And me, Matt Ford. Matthew, Jake Humphrey would like his high-performance sports podcast to be on the national curriculum. What do you believe that the school children of Britain could learn from Comedians Playing Fantasy Premier League? Oh, a lot. A heck of a lot. More than they would listening to Jake Humphrey's podcast, surely. I mean, I actually don't think they'd learn that much from that. I think from ours, they would learn about friendship, Mm -hmm. life. Saying Jake Humphrey hasn't got any friends? Um, Our dynamic is an honest friendship, isn't it? We are are just, you know... Bosom buddies? Is that still a thing? Can you still be a bosom buddy? I haven't heard that for a long time. That I mean, these days that sounds like it would. It, it sounds um, sounds naughty. Yeah, not like the old, the innocent times when you could just walk around being bosom buddies in the eighties. But you'd be cycling your BMX down the cycle track with your cassette player on, and people say, "What are you up to?" And you say, "I'm just with my bosom buddies." You dweeb. <laughs> yeah, a, a bosom buddy sounds like um, a, a product. A product. Oh, it does. A, a yeah, a bra, a bosom buddy. And you can put it into any bra and it immediately makes it the most comfortable bra. Like tit tape. That doesn't sound um, comfortable to me. Have you heard of tit tape? I've heard of tit tape. I was <laughs> probably you, a couple of months away used, from using it. Used tit tape. <laughs> I probably should have done it at some point. I mean, I look back at photos of myself, John, and, I, and I'm ashamed. But, you know, we, we grow, we move, we improve, we learn. Oh, All I sound right, like Jake, Jake. Humphrey. Oh, dear. <laughs> Stick that on in schools. I can't believe he wants it on the, the, the ego of yeah. anyone to say that their podcast should be on the national curriculum is bad. Yeah. Bad I, ego. I don't, I don't even think our listeners should listen to our podcast. Never mind innocent children. I do. And I met a lot of our listeners at Glastonbury. Did you? So you're, I was going to say freshly returned, but let's be honest, yeah. uh, staying in the uh, Carlsberg uh, yurts where you and your corporate, your corporate box, you're getting <laughs> craned over the top of all the hoi polloi so you could sniff Elton John. I I, I don't know where to go from there, John. Sure, I spoke to the guys at Verve Clico and they were able to get me in. They don't yeah. do that sort of thing at Glastow. If you want a bit of uh, comfort, you pay for it out your own pocket off-site, yada, yada, yada. But what I did there, John, mm-hmm. in that first little pivot was do what roughly a quarter of a million people are doing in workplaces across the country is subtly dropping in that they went to Glastonbury. Oh, yes, yeah, sorry, I was like, I've been at Glastonbury. Rather than just going, I've, I went to Glastonbury, it was great. You, you do feel the need that you have to subtly introduce mm. it because some people don't like to hear about it. Yeah, I'm one of those people. Um it's not like it wasn't on telly. I th- I think football is the. I, I I mean my my wife was at Glastonbury. Um, if what did I she say? spoke to her about football in, with the assumed interest with which she has told me everything about Glastonbury. I mean, sometimes I don't, she doesn't even ask the result. If I get in from a Leeds game, sometimes I don't. She'll say, "Did they win?" Because that is that's a sort of shorthand for how much of an arsehole are you going to be this evening. But I would never get in and say. God, you'll never guess who he brought off the bench in the 76th minute. Because I know she doesn't care. And 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 it's the same with Glastonbury. And I'm glad you were there, the people that were there. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I couldn't give a shit. I the assumed that. coolness of you and the assumed uh-huh. idea that everyone cares that you were at Glastonbury. No, 
No, I'm the opposite, John. I I, I know that uh, people don't give a toss, and I know that I'm not cool. So I don't think I'm cool, and I don't think anyone else cares. So I want to hear a shameful that. things. I want to hear the worst toilet experience. I want to hear the. Do you know what I'd love? Okay. To, do you know what I'd love to hear you talk about? First off, off the bat, I, I haven't seen anybody talk about this. The flags, even watching on telly, yeah. I was infuriated by. It. Why is there no ban on these things? Okay. Um, well, I'm going to give you what you want, John, because the mm. one thing that the iPlayer and BBC Sounds do not cover is the vibe. And that's what... Uh, sure. Well, that's you can't, like can a you? Hippie. That is what glass... It really doesn't matter who's headlining. It, it's just about mm. being there. Mm. It's a wonderful mm. place. Mm. So let me tell you about the toilets because you would hate them. Uh, mm. The primary toilet on site is called a long drop. And these are effectively old school latrines with saloon doors um, that are open... At the top end. So if you're urinating across from someone, you can look them in the eye. Should you it's wish. what they use on I'm a Celebrity. It's, it's a form of punishment, the long drop, isn't it? Maybe it is. I, d- I don't really watch I'm a Celebrity, but the, the, these things stink. Now, as you would imagine, John. I'd of other say, people's feces. Mm, and piss. That's what it smells of. Yes, it smells like diarrhea, more specifically. Mm, the runny, uh, drug-induced feces of strangers. Yes. Um, now, at the start of the festival... Um, it is a long drop. As the festival goes on, it becomes a shorter and shorter drop. I actually took a photo of one because oh it was basically sort of mounding out of the top of it. Oh, um, my God. Yeah, bad. So th- they stink. But when you've got to go, you've got to go. Now, as you would imagine, John, and I, you've carry around, go. I carry around a bag with me, a little tote bag. And <laughs> in that are wet wipes, extra paper, cleaning products. Um, special and over the shoulder my- bag. Yeah, it's just easier. Um, so what else wouldn't you like? Oh, no, do man. the flags. Do these flags. If okay, I went the flags. To the, if I went down Chelsea, yeah, if I went down Chelsea and I've paid good money, I don't mind I'm earning, but I've paid good money for a ticket. And Sam Toilet in front of me has got out a giant flag right in front of me island pace. I should <laughs> cut him down. How are you allowed to stand at the front of a gig with a giant flag on a pole? Why don't they get punched, these people? Well, I'll tell you why they don't get punched. is because the, the people who go to Glastonbury are too nice. Now, I'm gonna, it, firstly, I agree with you on flags. And when I first started going, there were a few. It, it's so that people can um, uh, meet up. Obviously, people put what they think are funny things on there. They get on the telly. I mean, near if you're near Warnock. the back, it, it almost entirely blocks your view of the stage. If you're down near the front, obviously... The gap between the floor and the actual flag itself is, is you know, it, it's not too much of a block on your view. But I, I agree with you. I find them very, very annoying. Uh, and I would never take... Also, it just looks like a nightmare. Mm. It I looks terrific. Obviously, you don't want to... You're not interested in Glastonbury. A lot of our listeners aren't. But the ones that I met at Glastonbury were... Well, I met some lovely men who listened to the podcast. And um, quite a few mentioned the fact that... Um, they could never imagine you being there. No, it's the first thing my wife said. She said they all got together, her and her friends, and they all discussed how much I would hate it. Um, so it's just nice to be thought of, isn't it? Okay, I'll tell you what you would like. Things that you would like. Mm-hmm. Things that John would like about Glasgow. One, uh, lots of cold lager. Yes, I like that. Good. Brooklyn okay. Pilsner was the on-site lager. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, Somerset Cider Bus, that's nice. Nope. Could get Prosecco. Nope. Um, but On lots tap. of cold lager. I tell you what, I had a pint of a thing, and I think it was called something like Dirty Otter. And I was like, that because they got these little stalls. And I was like, I'm nipping there, and it was the cleanest tasting thing. <laughs> I was like, that it tastes so clean. I looked at it, and it looked like 
river water that would make Paul Whitehouse write to the authorities. It looked like swirling filth. It looked like soil water. I, was, I don't understand how something that looks so bad can taste so nice. And, and how uh, bitter, Somerset. a bitter. How how did it uh, take its toll on the long drop? Well, I think the cleaner the the taste, the the the, the leaner the fragrance. Really, I mm-hmm. mean, it's, it's your ciders, and then um, oh, as you say, ciders. Yeah, yeah. Perry, um, we met a lovely guy opposite us from Plymouth, um, back where we were camping. We'll be there uh, next season. I'll pass on uh, your regards. Please do. Swansea what? away. Four days later, Plymouth away. Oh. It's the championship. Oh, mate, mate. But you know, he he was like a quite a muscly man, and he had like um, arm tattoos and things. Just but a lovely, lovely man. But he looked, you know, like a big serious fella. But he had like a lovely southwest accent, so it was really funny where you like come back and chat to him. He goes, "What's wrong with the Arctic monkeys? If I were them, I'd have just gone bangers, bangers, bangers." Sickled. <laughs> <laughs> he he'd be out there in the morning. He goes, "You want a can, mate?" Like literally eight, not yeah, I get up early, John. Yes. Half seven, eight. He'd be out there on his little deck chair, getting stuck into a can. Bangers. Just bangers, bangers, bangers. <laughs> He's one of the nicest people. I've been a real pleasure seeing you every morning, man. I genuinely miss that guy. You got his name? Yeah, I don't want to say it in case. All right. I'll Just uh bangers, man. Yeah, bangers, man. You met bangers and cans. What's oh, the yeah. best thing you saw? Oh, Elton John. Is Elton it John really? John. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, you, you, I mean, this is the thing about these things is I think a lot of things that are good to watch on the iPlayer when you're there. You know, so we went to watch the Arctic Monkeys. Now I've seen them live a few times, and each time I see them, I'm less interested. Mm-hmm. They, they played it in a way that was just so alienating. If you were there, you're like, man, I'm in a field and it's dark. What are yeah, you doing? Seems to have added a sort of jazz element that he was enjoying oh. it, but nobody else was. Yeah, and also his accents all over the place. You know, like, yeah, Vic Reeves his... was trending on Twitter. I don't know if you've seen that. <laughs> it was just like, oh man, just play the hit. So we ended up leaving that. Went to watch Guns and Roses the following night, which was quite fun. But they had scatter some of the bangers, 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 bangers. That's what you want. Stick um, the bangers on the grill. Everybody's had a pill. <laughs> yeah, well, I hadn't. No, I think of a lot of people not. hadn't. Um, but it was, uh, so that's when Elton John, where if you look at his set list, you're like, that has to be one of the greatest set lists of all time. He didn't just do his normal tour set list. He just did his greatest hits for two hours. Yeah, I was sort of looking at the set list as it was going out, thinking, what, what's he leaving out? And he really didn't leave out anything. And I liked the decreasing, it started off as this is Elton's last ever public appearance. You will never see him in the flesh again. And then it became, it's his last gig. And then it became... Well, it's the last leg of the UK tour. And by then it was like, by the end, it was like, this has been so great. I'm going to have three or four days off now. So that that's it. <laughs> I mean, that is a man who has clearly got gigs in the diary. Do you think? Oh, 100%. He's off to America. That's a fact. My last UK gig, my last, well, the last UK gig on this tour anyway. That's the well, impression I got. Maybe. Maybe maybe's is right. Maybe um, I, maybe's no. Aye. But um, I, I would have liked to have seen Rick Astley and Blossoms do the Smiths songs. Nah. I saw Rick Astley. He was great. Uh, yes, I heard him interviewed uh, on the radio. Um, Texas were great. Lightning Seeds were great. Yeah, I'd like to have seen that. Blondie were great. Just can't be doing with the whole travel and the people. I'll tell you what, actually, the best thing was, you talk about the people, you talk about the vibe. 
Um, I like to get there on the Wednesday because nothing really starts till the Friday. So you get two days just moseying around the site, drinking in the sun. Myself and producer Danny, my respective mm-hmm. wives, and Danny's son all met up. And we must have just sat on the grass. I mean, we got battered all day. <laughs> and I, I really think that was the highlight of my festival. It was great. Can we just check in with uh, producer Danny? I hated it. Yes, thank you. Thank you. You git. You faceless git. Tax deductible now, the whole festival. (laughs) (laughs) Man, you gave me the impression that it really was magical for you too. Yeah, I'll do that. (laughs) He's absolutely done me there. He has absolutely cut you right up. I I think he's said that for comic effect. I still believe that in his heart he, he actually had a lovely time with me. Um, so how are you feeling about Leeds now? Oh, I see. We're moving on, are we? Tip, well, no. tip, typical Glastonbury. Couldn't give a shit what I got up to. Do you know what? Do you know what I could have been doing this weekend? I could have had a game of Monopoly with um, Noel Gallagher, uh, Nigel Clough <laughs> and Prince William. And you would never find out because you didn't ask. You and all your Glastonbury-obsessed ilk. Okay, then what did you do then? Do you know Britain Britain carried on this weekend? Do you know most of us spent Wednesday to Sunday doing other things? Yeah? What did you do then? Not a lot. Um, Yeah, we might. I went to I went uh, uh, to Centre Parks. Ooh! I've always wanted to go. I was in the Sherwood Forest. Yeah, went on my own. Um, Left my uh, daughter with some family, and uh, just just I needed a few days away. I thought I got a bloody centre parks. I'm guessing you're joking about. I am joking. I took my mother and my daughter to centre parks. We had a wonderful experience. We did some archery. Um, We had uh, an owl experience. I went to an owl talk. Well, we met some owls, and then my daughter became obsessed with finding an owl pellet. Learned some cracking owl facts. Go on, then. Going full partridge. How many stomachs do you think an owl's got, you twat? Okay, well, I'm guessing it's more than one, so I'm going to say specifically three. Two stomachs on an owl. Didn't know that. And what purpose? Well, the first one, because an owl swallows its prey whole, much like you do, pizza box and everything, straight down the gullet. Um, The second stomach does the fine detail, sorts out uh, what's going down the long drop. But the first stomach just takes out all the hair, all the bones, all the dry matter. And the owl then, not only does an owl shit, but it also emits a pellet. Um, Sort of every morning it'll ralph up a dry pellet onto the floor. Oh, yeah. Not out of its mouth. Oh, yeah. 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 I see you've also studied the owl. What? Fair play. So what, they puke up every morning as well? Yeah! Out comes the pellet, out comes the rest. That's uh, the owl. So my daughter became obsessed with finding a pellet. So we went all around the forest looking for a discarded owl pellet. Couldn't find one. Went to the nature reserve, asked uh, where the owl's at, mate. She wants a pellet. I went full Veruca salt on him. (laughs) All right. How much for the pellet? Um, Did you find one? We didn't find one, but as we were coming out of the uh, where we had lunch, Martin, big shout out to the legend Martin at the Nature Reserve in Centre Park, he said, excuse me, chased us down. He'd legged it to where he knew there was a tawny owl nest and he found my daughter a tawny owl pellet, which is currently in a Tupperware box full of water on our kitchen windowsill. And we're going to dissect that pellet tomorrow and uh, see if we can find ourselves a little vole skull. Wow. 
Yeah, so that's good fun, isn't it? It is. How do you feel about that, though? Is that something that pre-fatherhood you would have found disgusting, but now actually you find quite interesting? No, I've always been all right with nature. I don't mind nature poo and, you know. With nature. You know, I'm, I'm, I've always been down with nature. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't go through one of your pellets. No. I wouldn't dissect a 4D pellet. I don't think I'd like that. Go in the long drop. Yeah, that, that would be unpleasant. But, um <laughs> God, I just thought of the one I saw. Do you want me to send you the photo? <laughs> Under no circumstances, I no. It. I thought I did. Do you know what? I, I delete stuff because sometimes your phone makes memories, doesn't it? <laughs> like, okay, I've sent. I'm going to send. Oh, it. it's going to come up as a your, memory. Oh no! I'm going to put it on the group so that producer Danny, that fucking traitor, <laughs> there he gets to. Oh God, you can smell it from here. Oh, it hasn't come through yet. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's coming, baby. So I should stress, this is not one of the bigger long drops. This is one of the slightly smaller ones, but still, I mean, you know, you're, you're in no doubt what you've just entered. Here we go. I, don't want, I want to hear your reaction. I want you mm. to describe. Oh, I've recently had quite a large portion of bean chili. Okay. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. I haven't clicked on it yet. I'm nervous. Why are you picturing that? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. Because it, oh. was, it was like, why has that one not been emptied? Now, as you... Oh, uh, 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 I can't get rid of it. I can't get it off. Oh, God. No. Uh, 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 oh. oh, God. How could, when I, uh, how could you... Who cares about Elton John now? Who gives a shit about Elton John when you've had to share a room with that? So that was in that was not in like one of the long, long drops. That was in like a That's not even storm. a drop though. That's that is that is breaching the um limit of the toilet, I would say. Yeah. There's no oh, drop on that. If you no. sit down on that, you're gonna touch it. I saw it and went, Well but not well. before Not before thinking, I don't like a picture of this. I'd have PTSD if I'd seen that in the flesh. Yeah, it, it, it was. Uh, I was sort of tipsy at the time, so it was more. I, I, I saw the funny side. Well, the sight of that huge pile of mess um, may be a good point to start discussing our prospective uh, upcoming football seasons. Yes, let's start um, with Leeds. Yes, let's. How do, do you, you feel know, about the fixture list? Very, very excited. I, Why? I'm not. I'm not just saying. Well, I realised that the Premier League for a I'm not going to say a smaller club because that's not right but a Premier League for a club that does not have limitless wealth from unpleasant sources is bloody awful it's bloody awful because you go from looking at fixtures knowing you're going to get thrashed to looking at fixtures thinking oh god imagine if we lose to Bournemouth I mean the last two years have been so relentlessly joyless and I know you're not there because you've only had one. But if you have that season that you've just had again and then again, yeah, you you will be at your wit's end. And that's how I felt. The last two years have just been grim. And I would rather have the season we're about to have than face that again. Fine if you get if money comes in and you sort yourself out. And I think you could do that easily. But I looked at the fixture list. There's no like I'm not frightened of Middlesbrough away. I'm not frightened of West Brom in the way that you just look at half your fixtures in the Premier League and think, right, nothing, 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 7-0, 6-0, nothing, nothing, nothing. We really need to win that one. It just, I'm just determined to enjoy this year. 
I'm going to get to as many games as I can. I'm going to drink as many beers as I can. I'm going to laugh. And if we, I don't think we'll do very well this season because oh, at time of recording, it's nearly July. The first fixture is August the 6th and we have neither a manager nor a signing to our name. So um, I think it's going to take us at least a year to get our um, shit together. But at least we're not going to get thumped every week. And then you're welcome to clip that up for when we get thumped every week and get relegated again. But we've got new owners, a uh, bit of cash in the bank. We've got that sweet, sweet parachute coin. And no no more looking at like, oh, no, they've got Alfinger. Uh, I keep calling him Alfinger. Oh, same, I can't same. move on. Um, it just, it's just a relief to be away from it. The Premier League is a horror film. It's like walking through a house, pushing doors, and knowing that behind one of them is a monster. And the championship just seems like, it seems like a cartoon. It seems like a lovely kid's cartoon. I feel for you. Because you sound like you're trying to convince yourself. I think you would rather be in the Premier League. Oh no! And if I could elaborate on that, this will change when the season starts, and I start looking at you, and you've got your brand new signings, and you're going to Anfield and the Etihad and all that. There'll be a jealousy that kicks in. Right now, I I am genuine in my excitement, and but it's also partly just you know if you haven't had a beer for a year and someone offers you a carling, you'd be bloody glad to see that carling. Week after week, you're going to crave something with a bit more flavour. Of course you are, and there'll come a time around Christmas when it's piss wet through, and we've already played forty eight games, and we're in the fucking Papa John's Trophy, and we're travelling to play Burnley Reserves on a Tuesday night. I'm going to be very grumpy. But right now, the sun's shining. Um, we're going to get a new manager. That's a new toy. That's something fun with. You, you know, yeah. you're not going to have that new manager buzz until probably October, November. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, all that's done with. I'm genuinely looking forward to it now. And we start We start in a month, August the 6th, first game. Absolutely brilliant. There'll be football just around the corner. You'll be at, you'll be at the Edinburgh Festival Fringe by then, won't you? Crying over your reviews. I will. My show, Inside Number 10, opens on the... Let me Google it. What date does it open? Starts on the 2nd, runs to the 27th. I'll also, John, be doing some special recordings of my political party podcast up in Edinburgh where my guests include Kate Forbes and Angela Rayner. Lovely. Thanks for that. Well, I'll tell you what, while, while we're uh, plugging things, yeah, I don't think I've ever done a plug on here before. Um, I'm going back to Centre Parks next week. If you've got any owl shit. Are you really? Um, no, I'm not. No, I am recording my tour at the Ooh. Hackney Empire Theatre oh, on wow. the 7th of September. Um, date just announced. It's the last London date. It's the last slurry of tour dates. I'm done after these. They're all on the website. If you'd like to come to the Hackney Empire, it would be great not to record the show to a half full room. That'd be nice. Now, oh, how do we get it? What what can CPF? What would you like CPF put the others to do? Do you want them to come wearing their football shirts? Is that not what you want? No, I'd like them to buy tickets and come as regular audience members, enjoy the show, but keep their f- mouth shut. Maybe they bring a, like. a load of Vinnie Van Der Veets. No, no, don't ruin it. We're recording it. We've got one go. Okay. I'm not one of these rich comics who's got seven nights at the O2 and they pick the best bits from all of them. I've got one night at the Hackney Empire, and if you fuck night up, there's nothing I can do about it. <laughs> Okay, we don't want that. So no heckling, no gimmicks. Yeah, no, don't but, laugh. Just keep quiet. 
just smile so that when we cut away to you, we can just edit laughs on wherever we want. Just pull a smiling face, like that film, The Smile, just a rictus grin, a corpse grin. I just stand still and let me get through it. You could, you'll be out of there early. I'm not mocking about. Are you going to do a director's commentary? Uh. Well, no, because there's no DVDs anymore. Um, so things just things just go online now, don't they? Crap, isn't it? It is a shame. Yeah, it was good fun doing the director's commentary, wasn't it? We just sat, we did two of them for yours, and we just sat in a room with a crate of Peroni and some Doritos and just yeah. got drunk, carped at each other. Would you say, um, did we invent the podcast that day? Yes. Yeah, I think so. We did. I think we basically um, invented the podcast. I think we did. God, we're good. Um, so listen, um, the, 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 the podcast as is continues, obviously. Yeah. And I'm a, I'm a fool to myself for saying this, but obviously last year I lost uh, to you at fantasy football. And mm. since when you lost to me, you carried out an end of season forfeit and you did very well. It would be... What was uh, it? You had to take Vinnie van der Veek to Wembley. Oh, yeah. Um, and you did that, and you had photos with footballers at Wembley. Um, yeah. Walked it would be unfair tunnel. of me not to offer to do an end-of-season forfeit. Um, okay. So we'll take suggestions for those. It will do oh, one because it did lose, and I should do it. So. Um, oh, good. Hello at cpfpl.com. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram. Um, you can find me poking through owl shit. Um, you can find 4D giggling at Turdsy scene on the London Underground. Um, if you've got suggestions for an end of season forfeit, there have been some good ones round and about. Um, one went viral on Twitter this week a young gentleman who had to take a cardboard cutout of Taylor Swift uh, and have a meal with it at a uh, restaurant. I don't think that's that bad. Oh, I think it's very because it's the length of time. You're not just walking into a chippy, are you, and going chips and battered sausage for two? You've got to sit there for the whole thing on yeah, your own. Yeah, but it's a quiet restaurant. I mean, looking at the picture, it's daytime, so I think there's no one else in there. Once you've told the waiting staff this is a forfeit, actually, after that, oh, it's yeah. fine, it's, isn't it's it? It's the other diners, though. Well, that's it, yeah, if it's a busy restaurant. But I've, I've, I had my 40th birthday meal alone, sat at a table with balloons and happy 40th on it, and I sat on my own and ate three courses. So, you know, I've had shameful dinners. Um, so I, I don't think that's that's too bad. Um, Max Wall's friend had to run the lowest off 5K park run dressed as Rafa Benitez. Um, in a full, <laughs> I mean, the pictures of that are, are worth seeing. Um, so he's um, at Wallyboy04 on uh, Twitter, and you can see the pictures of him. Oh, my God. Look suit. at that full suit and slap head wig. Full suit, yeah. That's and really little, good. Uh, goatee beard. Um, God, Gareth's knackered. He does that tired on the second one, doesn't he? There's a man regretting his decisions. It's only 5K. I'll have a curry the night before. Yeah, God. Um, Gareth Lewis-Williams' friend had to order a puppuccino whilst being on a lead in Budapest. Um, a, uh, looks like a, an airport Starbucks there. As he's being led round like a dog. No, and then... no, 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 no. Not with... No. I mean, I'd like to see you do it. Yeah, of course you would. And, and let me tell you now, I wouldn't do that. Um, and then Why? there's like tattoo one. Someone's got a tattoo of, of um, his friend's name on his wrist. Someone's had to get their team name tattooed onto them. Frankie de Schlong. I mean, that is commitment to the cause, yeah. isn't it? Tat. I reckon we get you tatted up. I am I am happy to. I, I, I do want a tattoo. 
But well, I don't there you go I, then. I don't think I want this to be the reason I get one. Yeah, I do. Yeah, of course you do. Well, of course you do. What tattoo would you have then if it was for this? I don't know. Um, Vinny uh, van der Veek's face. Oh, God, yeah, Vinny tattoo. Vinny tattoo. Huge um, turd peeking out of a Glastonbury toilet. Yeah, that'd be good. Maybe just a tattoo of my face grinning in that way that really annoys you. You're oh, yeah. You're going to do. You're like, it's the most punchable you ever look. You do have an immensely punchable face when you want to. Mm. And when you don't. Mm. It is true, that. Um, well, get in touch. Hello at cpfpl.com. What should John do as an end-of-season forfeit? People have been getting in touch, John, about a variety of things. Have they? Yeah. Been Including, a while, hasn't it? You what? Been a while since we did one of these. I know. I do miss it. Um, Dad lifts the car part two. Lewis has been back in touch about his dad lifting a car from wet sand. Mm-hmm. Okay, he says, my dad's name is Scott. If you'd like to give a little shout out to him, I would. Hello, Scott. Um, he says he doesn't listen to the show, but what's more likely to get him listening than a personal shout out? Hello, Scott. This is your personal shout out. Hello, Scott to be bullshit. Ooh. Go on, then. Just stop listening again. <laughs> <clears throat> says, John. It counts, doesn't it? How, how long do you have to listen to a podcast for it to count in the charts? Good point. I don't know, it's all algorithms, isn't it? John, he says, you asked about the technique slash physics of how my father was able to lift the front of the car without sinking into the sand. Yeah, I'm going to try and read this normally. I'm part of that silly email voice. It's your absolute Uh, voice, isn't it? Yeah, that was REM. The wheels couldn't turn any further in the wet sand, but they weren't submerged or sinking into it. Imagine mm-hmm. more a slick surface than sinking quicksand. As for the technique and how my father didn't sink into the sand while lifting the front of the car, I don't f-ing know. I barely <laughs> remember it. I was five. Wow. I didn't see that coming, you know. I didn't see that coming. Wow. And do you know what? It's absolutely convinced me that it's true. Yeah, exactly, yeah. There's so little honesty now. He's the opposite of Rishi Sunak with his same answer to four questions in a row. What are you going to do? I don't f***ing know, mate. We can't keep borrowing money, but I don't want to spend any. So funny. He says, my guess would be that because he's far lighter than the car and the wheels would have gotten more stuck slash slick as the wheels spun, he was able to lift the front without himself sinking. Feel free to dive onto a wet beach and try it yourself without <laughs> shitting your pants. <laughs> Although I do know you do the latter on a frequent basis. Um, I tell you what, I think we have the funniest listeners in global showbiz. <laughs> You've got a bloody cheat referring to this podcast as global showbiz. Do you know that? It is. It's globally available. <laughs> it's it's a branch of show, show business. Describe yourself now, because I'll tell you now, I'm sitting in a dirty top um, that needs a wash but hasn't have one. Uh, I'm in my office, which is uh, an understairs cupboard, drinking what is now a warm can of lager, surrounded by shit I need to do. Yeah, that I'm not, much not showbiz. Yeah, I'm in T-shirt and shorts in a cluttered spare room, drinking a glass of water that was cold earlier, is now warm. It's your favourite drink. Got the lights off because there's a couple of moths have got in and I don't want them buzzing around me. Even my mum gave you a little nod this week. I'm always on at my mum to drink more water. Um, she had a glass while we were away at the sink, grimacing like she was drinking acid. Mm. And then she said, well, there you go. That's a glass of water, isn't it? And it's Matthew's favourite drink. <laughs> oh. Slammed. Oh. Oh, what? It was a slam. 
Well, no, it was it was more of a it was a, it was a gentle nod, really. It was, uh, thought, it was a I mark she of was respect. Saying that tastes disgusting and that idiot likes it, rather than she was oh. sort of she was sort of I, I don't know, in her eyes was saying what sort of pathetic sack of shit likes water more than anything else. I mean, it, she didn't say that, but it's what I read into the situation. Let's Whoa. let's talk about the curse. We've had an email from Andy Woodburn. Um, if you Would set it? fire to him, yeah, he says hello, John and Matt. I am Hello, the manager of Bottom of the League, Mushy PFC. Oh. I only discovered your podcast a couple of months ago. I'd never played FPL previously, but I'm an avid listener of John's other more worthy podcast. Uh, thanks for your support. I now love the podcast and have binge listened to both series. I'm a long-time Leeds fan, and my journey through the two seasons brought back memories of the highs of Bielsa, wins against Chelsea and Liverpool, and the lows, the loss of Bielsa, the failed American experiment, and ultimately our inevitable relegation. I fast-tracked Matt's curse and came very close to purchasing my own Vinnie van der Veet. Legend. As a late entrant to the Listener League, I had low expectations, but imagine my surprise at finishing bottom of the table at my first attempt and being referred to as pathetic by Matt. I do feel that the podcast should have contained some sort of curse warning for late arriving listeners, Mm. as I am clearly now a victim. So who knew that the curse can still strike from the past those who listen to old episodes of the podcast? Do we need to go and insert a warning on behalf of Andy Woodburn? Hashtag MOT. Whoa. I mean, I... I'm sort of, you know, I'm I'm overwhelmed with positive and negative reactions to that. I think, uh, I think he's actually done really well because how he started so late, he was always going to finish low, wasn't he? And he almost bought a Vandervee. Yeah, that makes me really like him. Yeah, good emails this week. Really good emails this week. I say this week, we've been off for about three weeks. So if that's the best from three weeks, actually, that's pathetic. And you people need to up your game. What do you want us to do? Generate our own content? Where well, because we've not been on, is it? People aren't going to email in when we're not on. But they may. What are your um, Twitter suggestions like? You know, on Twitter, um, mm-hmm. obviously, your your suggestions now of, of what's, what's trending is a lie. My Twitter... It constantly tells me that Patrick Bamford and Luke Ayling are oh. trending on Twitter, and they can't be. Because I click so on it looked. every yeah. single time. Yeah, Bamford's trending on mine. So I've got um, Tierney. It says trending with a 1,000 tweets, and that's not trending. Yeah. Quetta, Bamford, Just... and then Brendan Clark, which is... Oh, yeah, Brendan Clark, Smith, Tory MP for Bassett Law. Yeah, he's a shit. So it's a mixture of football and politics for me. What's Paqueta? The I Manchester right. uh, West Ham player. Oh yeah, Paquetar. I've heard it said. I oh, was God, working on uh, you know you know sometimes I do a joke. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I love the uh, sometimes I do a footballer joke. I was working yeah. on a uh, when Paquetar and Vinagre were playing uh, each other. I was I was going to do a, a sort of um, crisp challenge. Paquetar crisp. Vinagre, you can see where I'm going. Yeah, 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 I can. Assault on Vinagre. Hmm. Yeah? I'm not going to now because I hate the Premier League and all clubs within it. Well, um... um Are you a bit I jealous think... that we're in the Championship? A little not bit? Not at all. Not at all. Not a single... Po- I mean, no. Of course L- not. little bit. No, not... little not... bit. No, no, no. No. Yeah, a little bit. Who have you got Boxing Day? We've got Preston North End. I don't know. Yeah? A little yeah. bit jealous. 
Home or away? Uh, away. Oh, it's quite handy for you, actually. It's not that far, A little jaunt up the motorway. I've never been to a Boxing Day game Aren't in you? my life. No, never, because Christmas is sacred, um, and I don't like to uh, spend any time of it away from home. Okay. But this year, <laughs> I bloody well might. I bloody well might go up to Preston. We've got... Go and meet the Deepdale Duck. You're not going to meet the Deepdale Duck, are you? I doubt it. Well, not, not on Boxing Day. Who are you going to meet? The Etty Haddock? Or whoever the f- Man City's mascot is. We've got, that'd be really good. We've got Newcastle away. Hmm. On Boxing Day? Boxing Day. You're going to get thrashed. That's what you're going to do. You're going to get thrashed by a despotic regime full of mercenaries. And mercenaries get paid. It's like 30th of December, we've got United at home. And then January, it's like... That's a thrashing as well. You've got might some not be. Rations coming, it might my not friends. be. Oh, can you feel the cuffs tightening around you? Fastened to the headboard. You rattle those chains, but in comes Marcus Rashford with the cat of nine tails. And who's that behind him? Kieran Trippier with a big spiky cock ring on. Big spiky. You've got to get punished. <laughs> <laughs> what an image. Yeah. It's going to be an awful season for you. Our first Not two us, games mate. We'll be Arsenal away. Whoa, wallop, smack, take that. Shut Sheffield, up, pig. Sheffield United at home. Okay, well, that's three points. Manchester United away. Whoa, tighten that ball gag. What did you say? What's the safe word? Shut up. Awful. So you'll be bottom by uh, week three. You think? Okay, September. A lot of pressure on that Sheffield United game, isn't there? Chelsea away. Wow, smack. No, don't grow up. Absolutely, yeah. No, 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 that's wrong. But R- Burnley pouring vinegar into your whip wounds. <laughs> whip ah, wounds. Daddy! <laughs> whip wounds. Actually, I would have a salty bath to do with Would you? It. Yeah, I would, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something you're experienced in? Well, I, I often wash my hands in salt when the extra on my hands is bad. Just oh. stop any potential infection. Mm. It does help. Really, really does help for any uh, eczema sufferers out there. Yeah, um, yeah. This should be on the syllabus. Maybe edit out go. some of my sort of ball gag and spiky cock ring stuff and just nah. keep in the eczema stuff and the owl pellets. You could um, certainly do a, a hard edit on this show for the for the national curriculum. Could you um, eat an owl pellet as a forfeit? Is it edible? Oh no, no! It's full of uh, like claws and bones Can and skulls. And... I'm not eating an owl, owl pellet. Pellet. I'm googling it. Yeah, but well, I don't care what Google says. I'm telling you, uh, I'm not trust. going to eat an owl pellet. Oh God, yeah. Do you want to play a game of which footballer has my mother-in-law fallen in love with this week? I'm going to guess Grealish. Not uh, Grealish, although uh, it's a player who plays for his former club. Villa player. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. John McGinn. It's not John McGinn, no. She's asked oh, me if I her in. It's Tyrone Mings, yes. She's got a thing for Mings. She wants me to put them in touch. I'm not sure what she wants to do to Tyrone Mings, but uh, for his own safety, 
I will not be making that happen. And is that because you saw that picture of him at Glastonbury? Uh, no, actually. It's, it's because she watched the uh, Windrush documentary. She said he was a beautiful man who was also very erudite and passionate. He is, yes. He's uh, a very impressive individual. Yeah, that's what she's into. Um, impressive. Which I turned her on to some of the leads. Well, obviously, you don't, want, you don't want to be having sex with Tyrone Mings, sending her pictures of Stuart Dallas. That's what you want, love. That's what you need in your life. Um, who is the best-looking... Leeds player current. Uh, well, there's certainly something about Pascal Strike. I think um, he's a sort of uh, handsome-looking man. Robin Cock was was oddly uh, rated. I was never a big fan of Cock myself. Um, I think there's a there's a boyish charm to Patrick Bamford. Yes, yes. Um, I think Strike is better looking though. Oh yeah, he's more handsome. Um, mm. I'd like to have sex with Strike, but I would like. Uh, I, I would like to be married to Patrick Bamford. What about... It depends what you're looking for. Are you looking for a life partner or are you looking for a filthy night? Hang on. Let, gonna, I'm just going to insert another name into this conversation. Jack Harrison. Uh, yeah, Jack's... Um, yeah, Jack's got or something. Groomed. Of course he has. Yeah, yeah they're not a bad-looking bunch, really. So I shag would... any of them. Go on, then. I shag Into season forfeit. <laughs> Get down to Thorpe Arch. Get down to Thorpe Arch and tonk Jack Harrison. I don't think he'll be there by the time I get there. I think Jack Harrison will be on his way, possibly to St. James's. Who knows? But I think Jack Harrison will be playing Premier League football next year. He'd probably be up for it. Wouldn't he? he'd, he'd be, I think if you said, look, big fan, we talked about it on the show, he'd be, where's he from? You are not coming in for any of our lot, are you? Harrison. I don't. Doubt it, mate. You're shit. You're in the championship. <laughs> I don't mind. Some Stoke. Um... So he'll have that stoky accent. Well, he's that. actually got a bit of an American accent from his uh, Red Bull years. Getting the getting the buzz up, Anley. Yeah, he's, he's yeah, more American that, than I, that. I like him. I like that podcast. I'll let John Richardson bang me just once, and then I'll get on the buzz up, Anley. It's more sort of Scouse that. Yeah, Stoke is a bit Scouse though. Yeah. Yeah, okay. getting the buzz up, Anley Duck, and um, and uh, I'll let you tonk me just the once because <laughs> you, you mentioned me on your podcast. You make him sound very, you make him sound very dirty. Well, I don't I mean, picture you're him like that. Having sex with Jack Harrison, aren't you? I mean, you're not saying yeah, you want we're both talking night. about it now. The, the rumors yeah. are out there now. There's uh, there's no there's no putting Pretty. it away now. If he said, "Look, I listen," and, and I, he was like, <laughs> I, "I'm a, you know, I'm game for a laugh," he's <laughs> like, <laughs> "Quickie, I would do it for the podcast." I'm, I'm up for a laugh. Is that is that is that all I'm worth now? Well, I'd not... like him to say, "Do you know what? Actually, I've always admired your work, and I think there's nothing sexier than a man who can get a seven-letter word when everyone else has got a six. Is that all I am now? It's just a laugh. If he I was would, like... do you know, if he said that, I wouldn't do it." I'd say if we're doing it, we're doing it properly. We're going out for dinner and have a okay. couple of glasses of wine. I'm going to book us a hotel room. We're going to shower before and after. <laughs> or um, nothing. And uh, <laughs> Okay, so it's more of a romantic experience then. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's you know, you want to enjoy it, don't you? But you were talking night of filth. Yeah, I, I didn't say what happens between the showers. I think it can be both, can't it? True. You can have a nice dinner and then uh, not be able to look each other in the eye the next day. Imagine if at, at training the following day they're like, Jack, what's what's up? Wear the right night. 
Oof. I was up all night. I'll tell you what. Getting tonked <laughs> by Rico. I won't be going back in that fucking travel lodge. God. Talk about a long drop. <laughs> he had me talking like Vinny van der Veet. <laughs> and I got the buzz up on me. And he wore me like him and all. Oh, my God. What have you made me do? Um, I'm actually an intellectual. Mm, I take, mm, take back what I said about the uh, 7th of September. If you're into this, you, you probably won't enjoy the live show. You're a, you're a, you're a, you're a, you're a yob. All them yobbos that listen to this. Listen up, yobs. <laughs> <laughs> Richardson has enforced a yob ban. Rico's yob ban. That's what like the that's what the tabloids write it up as. Yeah. Um which forest player would you like to have sex with? Brennan Johnson? Uh just be yeah. cuddles with Brennan Johnson, wouldn't it? I don't know. Maybe he doesn't, uh, maybe, he doesn't um, look oh, like it. Felipe. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> God, he's a he's a uh, he's a summer romance, isn't he? Mm. Crikey, fall in love with him at the all inclusive. Thirty four years old from Brazil, God, six foot three. Nora, be careful. The things he'd do to me. <laughs> oh my word, uh, he would. Uh, <laughs> crikey, he's good looking. When he smiles, just like oh man. Oh he's really? Hmm. Many uh, forest defenders smiling. Well, <laughs> just during games, he smiles a lot. He's a happy Does soul. He? Oh, I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that is very attractive. I like a footballer yeah. that laughs. Of course, they've all got good teeth, haven't they? So when he smiles, you're like, oh, nice smile. <laughs> so I think maybe Felipe, yeah. I mean, Joe Wall no, and Ryan Yates. No, you I feel can't. like I should you... support the local boys more than Yates. Go room down Taco Bell. Yeah, maybe have a threes up with them. Go to Taco Bell. <laughs> Go to the old trip to Jerusalem and then just uh, just the three on his Oh God! Ah, uh, All right. Yeah. Which um, oh. which footballer of the team you We're support back. would you want to uh, have a romantic night with? I know CPFPL dot com. Oh dear. Um, good to be back, innit? it? Yeah, it's good to be back, innit? it? People would have thought, oh, they'd be planning something really special. They've had a few weeks off. It'll all be tightly scripted, and it's forty minutes of inane drivel. Followed by a chat about getting banged by a footballer in a travel lodge. And it's a wonder we're not higher up in the charts, isn't it? I know. The bloody algorithms. That's all it is. The bloody algorithms. It is indeed. Well, do get in touch. Leave a five-star written review. Subscribe to the podcast. Tweet us at ComediansFPL. And email us, hello at cpfpl.com. And uh, which player of your club? would you uh, have a special night with? And, uh, well, I guess that's it for today. <laughs> Bye! <laughs> Bye! You traitor.